0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another special Conversations podcast. Ben and Bucky here. Hey, Watermark. How's it going? And we are talking about a uh, kind of a memorial, uh, as as our friend Jerry would call it, a high ceremony moment. There's a really, really important Sunday coming in store for us, Bucky, coming up on the 17th, January 2021.
1: Yeah, yeah. uh, This beautiful celebration of Succession uh, as the baton of leadership has passed from me to Ben, and we celebrate God's faithfulness. And that really is the bigger story between our story is that as we look back, we see God's hand all over Watermark, and the fact that Watermark exists even, and through the challenges that Watermark went through, uh, out of that came a partnership between me and Ben that led to this succession story. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be a part of that um, because it's about a legacy uh, the, the things that I've built into the church and dreamed of now are handed to Ben, and he gets to build on those and allows the fear flourish, and those will last through generations. And that's what every leader wants. He wants his his watch, the things that he does, to go beyond his life or mm-hmm. his time at the at the church. And so this is an amazing thing that I get to see this and participate in this. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to do it with Ben because a lot of leaders they do it with a guy that uh, they just get to know or maybe it's a a friend that they've worked with or somebody that they choose specifically to take over but i get to do it with my family with ben who i love and i've walked with and just seen so much just being a part of the family and raising our grandchildren together and him loving my daughter and him loving my wife and me this is a beautiful celebration of what's happening in our family as well so it makes it all even the better you know it is yeah. it is really special and there's a
0: There is a, I'll just say, a less special track record and precedent of doing succession. Leadership and pastoral succession does not have a great history in the church or even in the business world and organizational world. Um, And yet I feel the same exact thing, a mutual blessing, mutual honor, mutual love to have the relationship and the arrangement that we have here. It seems so God-ordained and filled with God's grace from beginning to end. And we could talk more about how that happened. We're going to do that in a minute. But first, I think before we get to the... the, uh,
1: series of events. Tell us, Bucky, why succession, Uh, principally? Succession really is uh, God's way of taking all the beautiful dreams and plans that he has for his people, for his world, his redemption story, and passing those promises from one generation to the next. Hmm. We see that God's plans are way bigger, way more, way more expansive than one person can ever dream of. And as he passes the baton from one generation, one church family to the next group of church members, one leadership to the next leadership, we see how big and awesome his plans are and how powerful his work is as he moves from generation to generation, encompassing a lot more people and even the whole world. What an amazing God we have. And that happens through succession. And uh, we are limited. We are human. We are frail. But God is faithful. He's eternal. And he is all-knowing, all all-loving, and that's how he passes this through us as human beings. We participate in it. We partner with him through succession. That's one of the ways he does it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, um, you know, seems
0: like the chapters in the Bible that we can skip over, they're the pages we don't like to read when you go through the history books of the Jews or even you know, how does uh, uh, the book of Matthew begin, but with these genealogies. Mm-hmm. And we think we can skip over them but i think they're there particularly that one in the gospels yes to show the successive generations of faith yes and how do we get the man jesus if it weren't for these fathers these mothers the, these families of faith that god
1: was absolutely faithful to all the way through so that's yes. really really good yeah and it's it's such a great grace part of it because all these uh, men and women certainly have strengths, but they have huge flaws and weaknesses as well. Mm-hmm. And in spite of their weaknesses, in spite of their mistakes or flaws and their successes, God is faithful and His grace passes through. And so He gets the glory and you see that, that that, as they say, that red thread, uh, that scarlet thread of redemption passing through mm. the whole story, which is beautiful.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So that's a great mandate for um, succession and biblical reference for it, um, whether it be the the great, you know, Moses to
1: Joshua. Uh-huh. That's a great succession story. Mm-hmm. I love that one. I've read that so much and, and really think of uh, Ben and I almost as in a Mos- Moses-Joshua kind of a situation, yeah. which is so cool. And then you have the great story of Elijah and Elisha, which is an amazing prophetic succession in the Old Testament. You have David to Solomon, which is the king to his son, uh, and that's an amazing one. And then as you move in the New Testament, you see Jesus through the 12, but I love Paul and Timothy. I love how he chooses Timothy and equips him and sends him out, and so it's all throughout the, yeah. the scriptures. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think the part that just jumping out at me that I would want people to know, particularly around the church service for the 17th, hopefully you're listening or watching this before the 17th, um, we've kind of lost... Um, ceremony and tradition in our mm-hmm. culture. And as you were going through those examples, I was thinking about even Abraham, Isaac and Jacob or David to Solomon. And if I, and if I remember David and Solomon, well, uh, you know, David is ailing and he's probably likely on his deathbed. You're far from on your deathbed. You're far from there. And you'll I'm see, feel,
1: I'm feeling a little bit, Ben. <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see everyone,
0: listener and viewer, you'll see later on. We are not killing off Bucky, not one bit, but there's this, there's this uh, moment of uh, mysterious, Um, God-ordained, God-breathed process where you know, David to Solomon is there at his bedside, and, and he's blessing him. He's speaking words of power and life. And there's, a, uh, you know, this other old-school word of the, the leadership mantle. They picture mm-hmm. that as a, yes. as a jacket that's going from David to Solomon. It's actually the Spirit yeah. of God on that right. person to be the leader. And, yes. and we're going to—that's what the 17th, in its own way— <laughs> uh, it may not be as grand as David to Solomon, but in its own way, that's what it's going to be. I want, and it's going to be cool for you, for you guys, our church family, our friends, yes. newcomers, to be— a part of that service.
1: Yeah, and we have these special services where we go through these ceremonies and we say beautiful words and covenantal words. Um, It's not just for Ben and I or for the church leaders. It's for everybody in the church because it's not just our story. It's all of our stories. We're all involved in succession. And all of us at Watermark are a part of taking the treasure of the gospel that we have, the faith that we have, the hope and the love, and passing it to a next generation, whether that's to uh, fathers to to sons and daughters, moms to sons and daughters, or one elder uh, elderly or seasoned group of leaders handing it to the next generation of leaders. Mm-hmm. We're all involved in this as a church, so we all celebrate, we all learn from the story of the succession between Ben and I, because it's, it's our story.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: And we think that God's doing that. He's multiplying
0: yeah. that in our midst, which yeah. is why it pertains to you, the listener, yeah. the church family member. I'm sure that people want to know, um, what was the the history of this process, and what was the series
1: of events? Well, as I said, uh, we went through a really difficult uh, season uh, at Watermark, uh, three, about three and a half years into the founding of Watermark, and we had a a leadership struggle, and a leadership, uh, I might even say a breakup, between the two founding leaders uh, who loved each other, but struggled with working together, and I was one of those guys, and out of that, I i went through uh, some personal struggle physical struggle not only emotional struggle but physical struggle i had a heart uh, valve replacement uh, back surgery i went through a lot of tough stuff and as i was going through that and feeling the weariness of holding the mantle of leadership alone Mm -hmm. lost my partner i began to pray and ask god who's the who's the partner i need a partner i can't bear this burden alone and carry this i need a partner someone to walk with me to share the vision to dream the dream and to live that out in leadership and team building and everything at Watermark. And as that uh, started to come to fruition, uh, that partnership was more than than just a a partnership. It was like, who's gonna be the next guy that's gonna take the mantle of leadership? It was a succession idea beginning to form, realizing it's time for me to start to think about that person. Uh, Me being a, a seasoned leader, been around for a while, looking at my run, man, I got five or ten years left, who's going to be the next guy? And as we started to dream and think about that, we began to pray as an elder board, put together a job description, started to do a search, and obviously Ben who had been on staff before was at the crossing at this time, and obviously, I mean certainly Ben was a part of my thinking because I had seen his leadership gifting, I'd been on staff with him, we'd worked together before, there was good chemistry between us, and uh, I, I had a uh, sort of a longing to bring him back because he left prematurely, in my in my opinion. He learned some great stuff, but I always had this longing to have him come back. And so he was a part of the mix, but we did a whole national search and came up with five leaders. Jerry Tallow helped us do that, and we looked at national leaders and the best five we could get, interviewed them individually. And out of that all, actually came down to two. And the, the cho- choice ultimately with Jerry's uh, wisdom and the, the elders process was Ben was the guy, which I was so thankful as I prayed about that. Obviously, I didn't want to make a a choice that was just about me. I wanted God to make that choice, although I had certainly had feelings about it, and I wanted the board to make that choice because it wasn't just my church al- choice alone was about the church. But God affirmed that and answered my prayers in a beautiful way. And I think he answered Ben's prayers, too. So it's amazing how God works that way. It's beautiful. That's how this thing started, Ben. Definitely. You know? And
0: um, I thought I wouldn't have a personal point to add to that, but it's what you just said is exactly right. I was at a church down the street. There are still our neighbors and friends over the crossing in Costa Mesa and I um, had equipping and training there like I never could have imagined. It felt like class was in session. It felt like a a spiritual MBA (laughs) just to be able to fly on the wall in some of those leadership meetings and strategy meetings and uh, learned so much, and yet at the same time, they were in their own uh, na- nationwide search for a, a lead pastor and a family pastor, and those were two jobs that God had set my heart on. And so when those roles were filled by other people in a very peaceful, unified way, God was saying, the, the writing's on the wall. Your your time is limited at this church. And it was around about that same time that um, I got a call from you about this future role that would be just perfect to grow into. And um, so I often—I told a friend the other day, I feel— inordinately blessed that my steps would be so guided so clearly and so um, without you know pain or too much consternation so um, it was again a mutual blessing and then in my first year here I was a, a just an associate um, that began a pro- you guys began a process with the elders to pray through a new mission vision
1: yes yes and that was an exciting time because we were starting to say there's uh, something fresh and new that God's going to do a watermark he's bringing in a new season uh, there will be uh, uh, new, new wonderful things that God will do in our church, and as we prayed about that and came together as an elder board, God gave us some beautiful words to describe the vision, this this wind that we were feeling, this new new season that was coming. And uh, one of the most beautiful words He gave us was the word generational. Right? We want to be in a generational church that flourishes in God conversations and the authentic love of Christ. And that generational word put vision to the. The basic idea of succession and leadership. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, succession uh, is maybe the strategy. The outcome is a blessing to the generations. Mm -hmm. And that made a beautiful picture of what Watermark really is to be about, a generational church. What Ben and I are modeling is the picture of what God wants to do throughout the church to make us a church that 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 brings God's goodness through the generations, not just an old generation or a young generation, but both generations together, flourishing together. In God conversations, serving together, loving—so many beautiful things comes out of that generational picture that God has given us, right, Ben? Right,
0: exactly. And, and we thought it was something pretty unique and distinctive. It seems like um, churches may say that they want to grow young, but it tends to be at the expense of the old. Uh, and and we just want to grow old, and and we forget a vision for the for for new life and and young families and babies. And so um, it was a challenging, it's a challenging vision to be handed and to to be embraced. And yet I think we've both experienced that firsthand, tangibly, how it can be a blessing. It can feel like God's favor. It can feel fun. It can feel um, helpful. And and we've walked that out. And so it continues to be our prayer. and, And we've seen fruit of it. In the last three years of generational mentorships, relationships with young and old, feeding into each other, building into each other, teaching each other. Um, to see these early signs of, of success in that, God's God's flourishing in that, uh, is so fun. And I, and I definitely think it's the way forward for these challenging times we're in, these troubling and chaotic times we're in. The young people are filled with passion and vigor and resources. To have that direction and wisdom of the previous generation is what we need. And uh, the sympathetic ear of the generation that's gone before us is also, speaking for the younger generation, what we need. So um, it is a mutual blessing, and it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and it's exciting to see because as Ben and I, you know, taking a step into that, believing God's called us to that, praying about that, you know, we were stepping into a territory that maybe neither of us had been in before in that sense, sharing leadership and succession. What does that look like? Um, learning from each other, working with, trusting each other. And um, as we did that, and with with a church beginning with that has that had a lot of seasoned veterans, which mm-hmm. which was exciting. But was God actually going to bring the next generation? And this last year, <laughs> this last six months, man, has been such a joy because I see actually the next generation walking in the door, and I'm going, God, you 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 are so amazing. You prepared us for this. And you knew it was going to happen as we walked in faith. And now you're answering, already starting to answer that prayer. Mm-hmm. I see so many wonderful young families, young, you know, next-gen yeah. uh, individuals, singles, coming to the church through our coffee shop. You know, a millennial couple leading the coffee shop. And I see that happening already, and it just blesses me. It's just so cool to see. Yep. It's
0: yeah, it's fun. Church can be fun. Yeah. Ministry can yeah. be fun. <laughs> Mission Vision can it be is. something to it fight for and live for. So
1: Yeah, and it's fun for an old guy, you know. Um, Moses, he, he when the succession happened, he retired right then and went to heaven. And not that it wasn't a bad <laughs> deal, but uh, I, I'm not retiring and going to heaven. I get to stay in the game and watch this play out and still be on the team, yeah. you know, as an old guy and, and give that wisdom and, and give that encouragement as a as a spiritual father and then see the enthusiasm and the legs and the strength of the next gen and the ingenuity, the creativity of the next generation to take that out and do it their way, you know, with some great, great uh Championing and coaching and celebration and it's such a cool thing to see. Yeah, and that is kind of the final pivot for this um, episode, this special
0: episode is what should people know and, and in other words, what are the, the frequently asked questions and we have in front of us the website watermarkoc.com uh, slash succession and there's a banner on it uh, on the homepage of the website right now. We'll pretty much just march right through these but you you answer that first question, Bucky. You're, you are not Moses um, yeah. and despite your previous health issues, you're not Sick? You're not uh, leaving. You're not retiring. You are going to stay on as a full time employee after a sabbatical period.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll be taking a three month sabbatical, which will be awesome. I think I've been in ministry about twenty eight years now, and so it's first time I've ever taken this kind of a break, and it'll give me a chance to pray and reflect, to replenish, and and really begin asking God to show me how I can make, you know, that mark on watermark that has to do with being a spiritual father to the church uh the the huge spiritual formation discipleship heart that god has given me continue to uh, teach god's word uh, from my perspective and give that encouragement Mm -hmm. so i get to do a lot of the great stuff that i love and still be on the team and see ben flourish in his gifts support him in his gifts and continue to uh, help the church grow as as God has given us this beautiful vision.
0: Right. Next question is uh, Ben's new role, which is simply um, the, the directional lead pastor of the church. And it doesn't. I'm not warm to the idea of the, the the title senior pastor yet. I don't know if I've earned it. Maybe give me a little bit more hair thinning. When and when your hair maybe turns gray, years... we'll call you senior. Right okay. now, I, I like lead pastor. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Totally agreed upon. <laughs> And, and you, you were already dipping into Bucky's new role. You talked about, you know, entitled, which is teaching pastor. Mm-hmm. And you're going to continue teaching a great deal. You're going to uh, be leaning into small ministry, men's ministry. You're going to continue to be a, a confidant for me in programs, events, marketing. Uh, and primarily because you will still maintain a position on our executive team, which is comprised of myself, you, uh, and Sherry, our executive director. Um, you'll roll off of your time as an elder, as an active elder of the church, but you'll, you'll maintain your position as uh, that executive team, which will be a huge help to me and I'm very happy about.
1: Yeah, Ben, and what are you excited about in terms of, and the, the, the cool thing about this is that Ben doesn't just get thrown into the water here. We've been doing this for three years, and the process has been, Ben has watched me be the directional lead on the elder board with the staff in the, in the teaching role. And then we've done it together, we've shared it, and mm-hmm. we've, we've partnered and shared. And this last year, Ben has done it while I've watched him mm-hmm. lead the elder board, lead the staff, uh, begin to create direction and plans. And he's done a great job, and uh, I'm so excited for him to take that next step. But what are you since you've already tasted it, what, yeah. what, are you, what are you most excited about in the role, Ben? Yeah, I think
0: there's two things, and it's probably gonna be the theme of this episode, and that is the generational aspect. Uh, it's moved from theory, uh, to practice for me in such a wonderful way where on the one hand, I'll speak to being blessed by the previous generation. That of course has been you and and learning from you, watching you, the health I have in my own personal spirituality, the health I have as a marriage and family counselor, the health I have in preaching all comes from the seeds you've planted in water for the last 10 years. And another man who's our chairman on the elder board today, his name's Lauren Pine. I sit with mm. this guy, you know, he's 70 years old, maybe 71, and I sit across the table from him, and the richness and depth of the way he listens, the way he asks thoughtful questions, I, I I I feel myself actively in the meeting being filled with gratitude. But then the very next thought is, man, I wish more young people at Watermark could experience mm-hmm. what I'm experiencing mm-hmm. right now. I hope to God that they will say yes to a relationship like this. Because why would I? Why why should I be so blessed to be the only rece- recipient, the only you know one on the receiving end of a relationship like this? It's just so rich. So that's the one side. I'm so, so excited to see other people find that. And right. I'm excited to bring Riley in as time and, and our kids' developmental ages allow. But already in this last month of praying through succession, God's been lighting her heart up and my heart up with fresh vision mm. for young families cool. and parents with young kids. Mm. And I believe he's kind of using our home as an incubator for whether it be program events or even ministry philosophies mm. f- to be used in practice at the church. Uh, And Riley and I are so passionate, whether that be, um, you know, uh, subduing technology and managing that, whether it be discipline in the home, whether it be family coming up with a family mission or vision statement, uh, quality time with kids, managing different personalities. All those things were just real time at the house and you know this last couple weeks sitting at home at the end of a long day talking about what we're excited about it's that sharing those notes Mm -hmm. really just with the other parents who i know have the same questions and i I really i can't wait to see what god does
1: there yeah well you're certainly on the fast track you've got nine (laughs) examples right in front of you every day so you're in a fast learning course there yeah and it's fun to see you guys do that it's beautiful lots of practice (laughs) he's giving us lots of
0: opportunities one of the questions here says does ben have plans to change everything and what else is changing and um uh, the answer is no. Uh, the answer is no. There's not going to be a new name, a new brand, a new logo. Yeah, we got some new paint on the outside of the yeah, building. we got a new mural right in front <laughs> yeah. of the
1: coffee shop. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And most of you know <laughs> there's a
0: coffee shop. Um, you know, most of the changes we have these days is just based around pandemic and how to be flexible and open and unified around that. Um, you know, we're going to continue to obey the laws of the land and serve our people uh, in person and online. Um, there, There is truthfully nothing else cooking. Um, uh You know, we're going to develop our teaching team. I will speak to that. That's been a passion to, we've we've used Melissa, who's our kids and family pastor. So you can count on Melissa, Ben, Bucky, and potentially other voices in the the adult service pulpit. but truly nothing else. Uh, older generations being concerned. I think we can, you know, kind of jump past that because we've just blessed the generations, this whole episode, Mm -hmm. you talked about sabbatical, the timetable is upon us. You talked about three months for sabbatical and then you're coming back to be a full, full-time staff indefinitely. Um, who should anyone talk to uh, how can I get involved and what can I do and, and our emails are on this website and we are here you know how to find us um, through watermarkoosi.com slash contact we'd love to set up a zoom call with you or an in-person meeting process through any other questions or concerns you might have and maybe you're getting pumped up about this conversation and mm-hmm. you want to jump in and you want to take a next step we got ideas
1: about that too a lot of great ideas a lot yeah. of great things to get involved in and um, as somebody that really has enjoyed this whole idea of succession, there's a lot of seasoned veterans out there at Watermark that have walked with the Lord for quite some time, mm-hmm. and I see the next generation coming in, and need, we need spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers to step up, to be available, to create those organic relationships where we can invest in each other, speak into each other's lives. There's a great way to begin to step in, and if you wanting to have more understanding of how to do that our conversations ben and i are here for that but that's a wonderful way to get involved
0: yeah absolutely I, I, and i'll just say that a different way the same thing leaders uh if this is you you've been a part of church for uh, any number of years and, and you're interested even a little bit and what does it mean to give leadership to a ministry or to a small group of people or to a couple um, let me tell you we got people coming in the door right yes. now that mm-hmm. are in need of group support couple support marriage support Teenage and youth and kids support um, across the board, mm-hmm. and so if you feel like you've taken a break from ministry service or church volunteering in the past, and you're ready to get back in, uh, there's a place for you to do some really exciting ministry. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. And then the final thing is, uh, pray, pray for yes. Ben and I, pray for our church, pray for this vision, um, ask God to continue to bless this generational flourishing at Watermark, and come to the service and celebrate yes. with us. We'd love to see you. And love to have you participate and celebrate in all that God's doing. It's going to be a wonderful two weekends that we celebrate this succession.
0: That's right. And so don't forget, you guys, that's uh, Sunday, January 17th, is the uh, Passing the Baton service. And then it is the following Sunday, the 24th, where we get to bless, honor, and affirm Bucky and Kathleen. Um, so don't miss it. And invite a friend. It's a powerful moment. You'll feel it. I think people are going to feel it in the air, just even being a part of the family yeah. um, that day. So yeah. Wonderful. Well, We yeah. can't
1: wait to enjoy this with you and see you and... Uh, look forward to the future of the generations at Watermark Church. It's going to be a blessing. That's right.
0: Thanks, you guys.